The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you've chosen to join me again today. Last week, David Sunshine talked with us about how the Dallas Yoga Center helps people to gain improved emotional, psychological, and physical health by choosing from an array of yoga classes and integrative wellness practitioners. I know this center well because David asked me to be a part of the Wellness Center. For more information on this trend-setting concept, to hear David's experiences with the Dalai Lama, and to learn more about my services, please listen to our podcast. Every week, this show gives you the tools to change your life through helpful information, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field. Sandra Ingerman is one of those leaders, and her platform is an international one. She is a world-renowned teacher of shamanism and has recently completed Brown Great groundbreaking research with professors at the University of Michigan. She'll be with us after the break to talk about the power of our thoughts and words and ways to safely express our feelings while still sending out positive healing energy. If you are trying to figure out how to find the silver lining in a difficult situation or how to rid yourself of persistent negative thoughts and feelings or have a personal story to share, please call during the show to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or email now or between shows to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drdrpaulajoyce at gmail.com. And the phone number to call between shows is 1-214-736-4460. That's 1-214-736-4460. Words can hurt or heal, cause laughter or pain, and end, strain, or strengthen relationships. It isn't what happens 
It truly is how we respond to it that matters. Recently, a friend was visiting, and while I was out, she accidentally broke a large decorative glass fish of mine. Since she was gone, by the time I got home, she left me a long note saying she was sorry, calling herself clumsy, wanting to pay for it, and wondering if she had harmed our friendship. I was shocked to think about the pain that her thoughts were causing her, so I immediately called to tell her it was okay, that she was more important than any object. Accidents happen, and no, she could not pay for it. I went on to tell her that I understand a broken object is a symbol for an ending and a new beginning. To me, it just meant that I was done with the experience that that particular fish represented in my life. I no longer was being served well by the energy it emitted and what it represented. I was moving on with my life. What was most important here Excuse me, was the unnecessary anguish that my friend was causing herself. Her thoughts were tormenting her, telling her how bad she was and creating fear within her that she would lose money and friendship over a broken object. Words that other people had spoken to her were running through her mind, re-injuring her. She was not in present time with me and our friendship. She was suddenly a powerless person who was being judged and devalued by someone important to her, a parent, teacher, spouse. I don't know who, but I do know it was someone whose words continued to cause her deep pain and fear. Carrying these words in her head can actually cause her to do things to prove the words correct. Hopefully, my words to her helped to remove a layer of fear and pain. But once words are put into our heads, they continue to be there until we make a concerted effort on an ongoing basis to remove the harmful ones. Words and thoughts are living things that continue to vibrate long after they have been spoken. They send energy into our bodies and out into the world that eventually comes back to us. By the time it circles back, however, we don't remember what we said or what was said to us that brought anxiety, physical disease, or other difficulties into our life. When enough negative energy is sent out by enough people into the world, it can collectively cause world disasters, including war. The power of words has long been honored in many traditions. I remember reading years ago that Native Americans believe that words reverberate for seven generations, getting weaker with time, but still sending out energy. In Jewish tradition, the belief is that words are tangible objects. In fact, one of the Hebrew words for the word word is devarim, which is also translated as things. If we were as careful with our words as we are with our things and with the gifts that we choose to purchase and give to people, we would be living in a very different world. 
Joseph, a shaman who I worked with in Dallas a number of years ago, helped me understand the power of words. I was retelling one of my poor me ain't it awful stories when he looked at me and simply said, every time you tell that story, you let that person re-injure you because you are reliving the experience and their words. This truth shocked me. It was a way of looking at the world that I had never thought about, but it made perfect sense. We retell these hurtful, terrible stories using the person's angry or demeaning or threatening voice, and we feel the shame, fear, anger, hurt all over again as if we were hearing it for the first time. The problem is it isn't the first time, and current research on the brain proves that the more often we repeat something, the more entrenched it becomes in our brain, going deeper and deeper. So every time we repeat those hurtful words, they become stronger. After many years of working with changing my thoughts and the words I speak, every now and then I run across something that is so stuck in my mind that I need help releasing it. Sometimes I'll call a friend not to complain but to problem solve or just to be heard so that I can let it go. And then I ask in prayer that it be taken where it will harm no one ever again because I don't want the negative energy to stay anywhere on the earth plane. Sometimes I'll perform a ritual with the five elements, water, fire, earth, air, and spirit. More often, I simply hold my boundaries and tell the person what I need to in the kindest way I can in the moment. Learning to stand up for myself has helped me clear a lot of negative energy before it settles in. The problem is that As we've talked about often on this program, there are people who create fear and negativity no matter what you say to them. In those instances, rituals and prayer are essential to remove the negative energy and create a positive flow. Often this involves visualization, specific colors, and prayer to remove the negative energy. One affirmation that I use to create a positive flow in my life that I suggest to my clients is, I am love as I am loved. All is love as all is loved. Through love, all that is good, true, and positive becomes manifest. Let me repeat that for you. I am love as I am loved. All is love as all is loved. Through love, all that is good, true, and positive becomes manifest. I suggest saying this at least once a day and again whenever negative thoughts or fears or emotional pain emerges. The concept behind these three sentences is that the only thing that is real is love. And through accepting love from God, Goddess, the universe, Mother Earth, Allah, we actually become love thereby giving love to the world and magnetizing it back to ourselves in the various forms of love that exist, whether it be people, experiences, money, or things, and all in a positive way only. 
Even unspoken thoughts carry energy, positive or negative. A facial expression or gesture can convey those thoughts through glares, frowns, or smiles, either uplifting or hurting the recipient. The other day, someone was telling me how she doesn't even like riding in an elevator with a colleague because that person will usually say something demeaning or glare at her in a superior manner. It doesn't take a mind reader to get the message being sent and the energy causes harm. I said to her, it isn't really about you, but once you've heard or received the message, then you have to work at releasing it. I find that the longer I do the work of releasing unwanted words and thoughts from my mind, the farther back in my life or deeper into my pain I am able to go. It always amazes me how resistant to release the words are that came from loved ones and people in authority. Sometimes just acknowledging the pain with tears can let it go. Usually when someone is unkind to us, we freeze in order not to be overwhelmed. Then the words and emotions get frozen. Too often walled up where we have trouble getting to them and consequently they cause emotional, psychological, and or physical damage. The ultimate creative problem-solving process that I use in my coaching and workshops is a powerful way to let go of the thoughts and words that play over and over in our conscious and unconscious mind, creating harm. And today we are fortunate to have Sandra Ingerman with us to offer further assistance in this area. She is a licensed therapist and has been teaching for over 30 years. Sandra conducts workshops internationally on shamanic journeying, healing, and reversing environmental pollution using spiritual methods. She is recognized for bridging ancient cross-cultural healing methods into our modern culture addressing the needs of our times. Sandra was given the 2007 Peace Award from the Global Foundation of Integrative Medicine and was chosen as one of the top 10 spiritual leaders of 2013 in Spirituality and Health magazine. Sandra is the author of eight books and six CD programs produced by Sounds True. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you're enjoying our program, be sure to like us on Facebook. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Sandra Ingerman to talk about letting go of feelings like anger while still sending out positive energy. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. 
for a fresh perspective? From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And we're here with Sandra Ingerman to talk about how our words and thoughts matter. And I just want to share with the audience that I had the privilege of being in one of your sessions probably 15 years ago, and (laughs) you made such an impression on me that I always remembered your name and I still remember the experience. I remember exactly what the meditation brought to me and and how powerful it was. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here and help to inspire any any way I can. Well, I, I I have no doubt about that. So, you know, our our main topic is the power of words and thoughts and the energy that they put out and how it is that we can release negative feelings um, and thoughts and words that run in our head um, mm-hmm. without causing harm. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I practice <clears throat> shamanism, and in, in shamanism, um, 
to not get too involved with what the topic is about, but to stay, you know, right here with what we're talking about today, shamans look at not just what's going on in the tangible realms, but what's going on in the invisible realms. And one of the things that's really understood in all shamanic cultures around the world is the difference between sending and expressing. So it is important for us if we're angry or we're frustrated or whatever's going on, it's important for our own health and well-being. You know, we know this from all the cancer research that's gone on is it's very important for us to express our feelings and not deny what's happening or repress them because then we, we end up um, sending them to ourselves and harming them. But from a shamanic point of view, you want to be able to express but not send. And that means to be able to say to yourself or somebody else, um, I feel angry right now, I feel frustrated right now. And then to um, imagine the energy that is being sent uh, from that emotion being transformed into an energy of light and love so that what you end up feeding the planet, sending to loved ones and back to yourself again is love and light, but not not that energy. And I was... I did call in a little bit early and I listened to a little bit of what you were saying and the woman in the elevator uh, was a perfect example because if you, if you listen to how we talk in our culture, I felt like I was shot down when I uh, brought up a new idea in a business meeting. I felt like I was slapped. I felt like I was kicked when I was down. I felt like daggers were coming out of somebody's eyes. I felt like I was held hostage at the meeting. Um, you know, all these terms, and there are endless terms, from a shamanic point of view, we were kicked, we were stabbed, we were shot down, a bomb did go off at a meeting, we were held hostage, but it's on an energetic level, but that's still what happens on that energetic level still affects our health. And from a shamanic point of view, whatever you send out, Go, because in shamanism, as in many spiritual traditions, um, it's believed that there's a unified field of energy, which means there's no separation between you, your loved ones, anybody else on the planet. So if you're sending out something to somebody who you dislike, you're also sending it to your loved one and to yourself. And so the key is, again, it's not saying feelings are bad. Feelings are good. We, we came here as human beings to fully express a whole range of emotions from joy and bliss to sadness and anger and frustration. We're here as human beings to have this incredible life adventure so it's not about just saying there's only one type of feeling I should have. It's about being responsible and learning how to work with, work it through, so that what ultimately gets sent out is love and light to others, to yourself and to the rest of life and to the planet itself. And so the first step is to acknowledge how you're feeling. 
not to deny how you're feeling, but to acknowledge it. And then as you use prayer, I use an affirmation that um, simply states, this is how I'm feeling right now. And I ask that the energy behind this feeling be transformed to love and light. And it sounds like a lot of words, but it really isn't. You know, it only takes a split second to be able to go inside and to be able to do that. And to surround yourself at home and at work and in your car with um, messages to remind you uh, what are you thinking about right now or um, express, don't send. My car is a place where I used to put post-its of express, don't send, you know, because of all the rage driving that goes on to remind (laughs) you to just, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now, and transform it, you know, express it, but don't send it. Um, You know, because everybody on the road, you know, people have families, they have lives, they want to be healthy too, but, you know, people are in a rush and they're not always using courtesy um, in driving, as we know. I think this is a universal issue that we're all dealing with right now. And um, at home and at work, to put pictures up of loved ones or beautiful places of nature or your, your pet or your favorite flower. And this helps to remind you, oh, I don't want to send this energy out. I want to do something with it. You know, I want to um, acknowledge how I'm feeling, but then I want to just, through a decree, through a prayer, just say this energy um, is being transformed to an energy of love and light. So this is what you're feeding the planet, yourself, and all of life with, and your loved ones. Uh, that's really beautiful and, and simple. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that people oftentimes try to bring complex practices into their life, and sometimes people think the more complex, the more power it must have. But when things get too complex, I think that your mind gets really involved. And you really want your soul to be involved, and your soul responds to simple. And so I think the simpler that peop- that all of you can make your practices, um, then it reaches deeper into your soul and actually has a greater impact. And and you you talked also really about visualizing. I mean, I think you know when we're speaking, if we see the love and light, um, that that changes the power of the words or the quality of the energy in the words. Yes, absolutely. And it, when you look at all spiritual cultures around the world, again, in, in a modern-day culture, we only um, acknowledge the tangible. But when you look at spiritual cultures around the world, they believe that whenever you speak a word... It's like planting a seed in um, your garden. It's going to grow into something. And so from a spiritual perspective, every time you state a word, and it doesn't even have to be out loud, it could be in your own mind, the vibration of that word goes up into the universe and then it manifests down as form. That's how, how this world was created. And so we 
have that same potential of we create with our words. And I love to share with people that abracadabra that we went around saying as a, a child is actually an old Aramaic phrase, Aramaic, a very ancient language. It's abracadabra. And what abracadabra, abracadabra actually translate to is I will create as I speak. So every time we say words, we're actually creating. And so it's about um, we're so unautomatic because, you know, we live such stressful lives. We move so quickly. We think so quickly. We do everything so quickly. It's about taking a breath. Breathing is a, is a very powerful form of, of transforming what's happening for you. Taking a really deep breath because you find when you're really triggered, you're not breathing deeply. You know, you'll find that your breath is really shallow. Um, But if you breathe deeply, then you can get your heart engaged in the process of being able to say, I don't want to send this to myself or anybody else, and taking that time to visualize or experience in some uh, sensory awareness of the energy shifting that goes along with the emotion, the thoughts, and the words that you're having. Yes, and you know, you were talking about breathing deeply because breath is so important in terms of the energy that it carries in and out of our body. And I took, taking yoga was one of the ways that I learned to breathe more deeply because I always was doing shallow breathing until then. It's hard to, to shift from a shallow to a deep breath. Yeah, and what you know, I ask um, people to do is you can just put your hands on your stomach and make sure that your breath is going all the way down to your stomach. And again, if you just notice what's happening for you, it's all about observing what's happening for you. Um, when you're really upset about something, your breath is not going all the way down. You know, our face gets red, our breathing gets really shallow, and that feeds into um, the negative emotion that's going on for us or the negative thoughts. So breathing is, is one of the easiest ways to transform something that's going on. And also, there are times when we feel like we're stuck. You know, I am so angry, I can't shift this. I want to shift this, I can't shift it. And another um, old-time spiritual method that's been around for thousands of years is to simply observe what's happening. Because sometimes when you fight it, when you resist it, you actually end up adding more fuel to the fire. And if you just say, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now. I'm not having any success with transforming it. I'm just going to stay what I'm feeling with what I'm feeling right now. That energy has no choice but to shift. That's pure physics when we start to look at energy from a physics standpoint is any energy that is observed will change. And so breathing, observing what's happening for you, uh, those are real powerful ways to also be able to transform without getting too involved in any other process. 
Well, the other thing I like about what you're saying is that sometimes, you know, we'll get an email or somebody says something and it triggers something and we just, something shoots out of our mouth or, or, or through the internet. And, and then we think, oh my gosh, what have I done? But taking a deep breath allows you to center, to, to think for a minute. It, it's, it pauses mm-hmm. um, so that you can be more thoughtful about what you want, how you want to respond rather than react. Exactly, exactly, yeah. And feeling guilty about reacting doesn't help either, you know, because then you just send another psychic dart to yourself and to others. And so um, um, I have a what's called a, a, a guardian spirit in shamanism who I visit. And I said to my helping compassionate spirit one day, I said, I'm just not getting this fast enough. And he said to me, what else do you have to do with your life? <laughs> you know, we're, we're all here in earth school together, and we're all learning how to be beings of love and to share light and to have a good experience on this earth. And we have to, re- you know, understand that there are going to be times when we fall off the path. And when you fall off the path, you just get up, you brush yourself off, and you get back on again, and and you say, tomorrow's going to be a better day. I'm, I'm going to um, stop more and um, allow myself to feel what's happening and not react so quickly. And you find it's almost like going to the gym. You start to build up spiritual muscles where you find that you get stronger and stronger, and you can catch yourself before you send those angry thoughts or those words out through your emails or on the phone or in a meeting or in the car while you're driving or when you get triggered in a family situation, um, you, you find that over time you build up muscles where you catch yourself more. And, and that's, that's all about the life adventure that we're on together on this planet. Absolutely. And and I loved what you said, too, about the guilt and sending darts to ourself. And and that, you know, as a, as a counselor, you know that self-talk is mostly negative. I think I've read 90% of self-talk is negative. So it's also what we tell ourselves, not just what other people tell us and how damaging that is and and how, you know, we need to pay attention to that, too, so we can change the quality of our lives. Absolutely. And, and you can do simple, very simple practices. Um, when and something negative comes up, um, if, if it's possible for you, you can have a bowl um, that you could um, light a fire in or a fireplace and you can write that down on a piece of paper and give it to the fire and give thanks to the fire for transforming that. You can buy bubbles at um, some toy store, and you can go outside and blow bubbles. But, again, don't send that negativity out. Ask that it be transformed to love and light. So you can um, actually make an act 
that starts to show that you're releasing that, that you don't want to keep having that negative thought. You could wash your hands in water and give thanks to the water for uh, transforming the negative uh, looping thoughts that you have inside yourself. You could bury them in, in the earth, again, transforming it into love and light. And what that does is when you actually take a physical action and it's not always what you're visualizing in your mind, that takes energy to actually write something down on a piece of paper and burn it or turn on the sink and wash your hands or um, go out and blow bubbles or, or bury something in the earth. And so it starts to send a message to your psyche that a permanent change needs to happen. And so it starts to get your body, mind, and spirit all involved in the healing process. So I think doing simple ceremonies is a very powerful way to get the message across to your own mind that not only do you need to shift what you're sending out into the world, but you need to treat yourself with love and kindness too. And it's all the same. What you're feeling to yourself goes out into the world. What goes out into the world ends up coming back to you. It's all, um, you know, it's all a loop. So we're learning how to take better care of ourselves, um, which is a very important thing to do because you you need to be able to love yourself in order to be able to love others. Exactly. And what I found, too, was that the more I was, and I love the, the ritual that you described. It's one of my favorites of writing it down on a piece of paper, burning it, and giving it to Mother Earth and saying a prayer for her to transform it um, and for it to then be used to grow something beautiful mm-hmm. um, through, through, from the Earth. But it, it, and, and often in the middle of the night when we're tormented with those thoughts, it's, it's powerful to do one of those simple rituals that, that you just described. And, and what I was going to say, though, is that when... Uh, the more that I do that kind of thing and the more that I rid myself of those self-tormenting thoughts, the more at ease I am with others, the less critical, the less judging, the less negative energy that ever even runs through my mind. Um, You know, that it's it's much rarer because I've given myself a break and I've stopped hurting myself so much. Absolutely. And we, we also find that people mirror to us something that's going on inside of ourselves. And so um, one of the things I say to people is <clears throat> one path that you can take is the high road. And whenever you're angry at somebody else for something that they're doing, you can go inside of yourself and look at I'm doing the same thing. I'm just re, you know, that person is mirroring to me a quality of myself. And as we learn how to have more self-acceptance for ourselves and that, God, I'm, we're all human here. We're all doing, we're doing the best we can. And, you know, people who act out, you know, we find that people who act out in violent ways were people who also had violence acted towards them when they were younger. And so, you know, we're all, we're all working out something that happened to ourselves. And as we can work with our own inner states, 
what starts to happen is we develop a stronger sense of compassion for what other people are going to. And as we can be more compassionate towards ourselves and show compassion towards others, then we start to see that real transformation happening. You know, right now what we're seeing on the planet is just huge reactions going on everywhere and all that energy is fueling more violence. And what really needs to happen is we need to work with our own thoughts. We need to work with our own words. We, and as we do that, the outer world will reflect back to us our inner sense of peace, our inner sense of love, our inner sense of compassion. Beautifully stated. And we'll pick this up after break um, because that's a a, a perfect summary point right now. First, I want to point out that Sandra can be reached at and more information about her books and services at sandraingerman.com. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Sandra Ingerman and her thoughts on how what we say and think matters. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And we're here with Sandra Ingerman and her thoughts on how what we say and think matters. 
Sandra, at just before break, we were talk- you were talking about how peace starts within ourselves and what's going on in the world now. And I was wondering if you'd pick up there again, because also, and I, I was saying to Sandra um, that I love the way things get organized for me by the guidance of the universe because the fact that today is 9-11 is really fortuitous for having Sandra on the show to talk about that and, and, and what's going on in the world today and what we can do. Please. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. Well, again, it's important. This is a very tough day for um, many people, and it's important to acknowledge and not deny what you're feeling. It's just to work through what you're feeling so that we're feeding um, uh, the planet with love right now because that that really is going to be whether it doesn't matter what religion uh, you practice or what spiritual um, beliefs that you have, it's been known for since the beginning of time that love is the greatest healer. And we, we need to take that out of being just a mental concept and words that we say that love heals, and we have to actually live that. Um, that's where we're going to um, see the, the change. And so um, from a spiritual perspective, and again, this goes across um, different religions and different spiritual practices, it's really understood that our outer world is a reflection of our inner state of consciousness. And if we really want to change what's happening in the outer world, a very powerful place to work and where we all have power in a time where many people feel disempowered like right now of I'm just one person, what can I do? What you can do and where you have power right now is to learn how to work through and transform Um, the negativity that lives inside of yourself because, again, that's being reflected back at the world at large. And so we're seeing, we're living on such, at such a violent time. And you can say, well, there was always violence um, from the beginning of time, but here we are now. We're here now. Uh, We're not, you know, we're not living 500, 1,000 years ago. We're here now in the year 2014, and everything in life, everything in nature evolves. That's part of nature. We're part of nature. We can't separate ourselves out from nature. So we're in a process of evolution, and um, we're in a process where many thousands and thousands of people around the world are are waking up to the reality that in order to change our outer world, we have to do that deep inner work and find inner peace inside of ourselves. And that means acknowledging how you're feeling and transforming that energy to an energy of love and light and stopping throughout the day and being aware of your own self-talk and the words that you're stating out loud um, or, again, to yourself and reframing your thoughts, following it with something 
well, this is how I'm feeling, but I also have the opportunity and the possibility to create change um, in my own life. I'm opening up to the power of love. I'm opening up to the power of change. I'm opening up to the power of hope. And things do start to move when you shift your intention. And, and it really is life-changing. It's, you know, it, it isn't about how many beautiful, um, expensive items we have. Yes, it is about how many beautiful items we have because you were talking about how important creating our space is, even if it's a w- one room. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do we create um, around us? But it's also what do we create within us? And I think that's the one thing that we've avoided so much. It's always about the other person, um, and and it's very hard to look at ourselves and to take responsibility. But that and that's the only real answer to peace of mind, which leads to peace in the world. Absolutely, and if you if you travel to indigenous cultures around the world. And you you look at people, they have nothing, you know, nothing on the material level. And from a modern-day uh, Western point of view, it, it would be, why are these people so happy? When you look into their eyes, there's a light, a bright light. There's a joy exuding from these people's lives that people in the West would do anything for. And... You know, where we focused in the Western world is collecting more material objects. But again, that's not feeding anybody's soul. You know, people aren't happy through getting another car or, or another house or, or more of whatever. That's not what's feeding us. The levels of depression today are beyond anything that's been seen. Um, the material is not what uh, creates happiness. So, again, when you go back to indigenous cultures and you look at what, what is the difference between these people and people in a modern-day culture where the light has gone out of people's eyes, what you see is that they have cultivated a deep and rich inner landscape so that their wealth lies within Their peace lies within. Their joy lies within. And so a very simple exercise that I give people to do is, you know, at some point during the day or when you have some time to put on some nice music and imagine traveling inside of yourself and experiencing yourself as a garden and Examine your soil, you know, is it, is it rich, is it filled with nutrients, does it need watering? Um, look at the seeds you've planted. Um, are you planting seeds of love, inspiration, hope, peace, joy, inner wealth in your garden? Um, what have you planted? Because what we feed grows. This is nature again. We're part of nature. What we feed grows. So what plants are you feeding in your inner garden? And are there plants that, well, these are old voices from the past. Society told me this. My teachers told me this. My parents told me this. Um, um, unhealthy relationships um, 
planted these seeds in me. What do you need to remove? And start to do your inner gardening work. And by doing that, by being very attentive to the seeds that you're planting inside of yourself and how you're caring for the soil within, you will start to notice the light starting to return to your eyes again. And when you're, you're, the light returns to your eyes, the light returns to the world. Uh, I, I love it. And as you were talking, what I realized is that the thing that brings me, one of the things that brings me the greatest joy and always laughter is when the hummingbirds that I feed start dancing around in front of my living room window on their way to the way to the feeder. And it's, it's simple. It's simple. It takes sugar and water. And it brings great joy. Um, Exactly. (laughs) So we only have um, two minutes left. And I was wondering if you could just quickly tell us about the heart research that we're doing at U of M and um, at at the University of Michigan. Well, we were were looking at how spiritual practices, um, most of what I just shared um, today on the show, could help people who had suffered depression after a heart attack. And so I taught the group what I shared on the show about um, working with transforming your thoughts and your words and cultivating a rich inner garden. But to add to that, um, when we talk about that we're body, mind, and spirit, but when we look at who we are beyond our skin, if you take away the body, you take away the mind, we are light. We're spiritual light. And as we learn how to identify more with ourselves as spiritual light and not so much with our body and our mind, our body is the beautiful clothes um, that is the robe of our spirit and our mind helps us to um, live our lives on this planet Earth, but to add to that, to experience ourselves as spiritual light, um, we move back into a place of joy and to a place of health. And so in the study, we worked with these simple spiritual practices of working with thoughts, words, and seeing not just ourselves as divine light, but the rest of the group as divine light to also feed um, their health at the same time. And so um, with community support, uh, we found that the group moved into a state of hope and that the test scores of how much hope they experience, not just right at the um, time of the pilot study, but as we track them months after that level of hope remained. And so, again, it's incorporating simple practices into our lives to improve our state of health and well-being. Wonderful. And I love that it's documented, um, concrete, because... You work in a realm where you can't see, and it's hard for people to believe. So thank you so much for joining us. SandraIngerman.com is where you can reach her, and I so appreciate your being on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. Um, and I'd also like to thank my listeners for joining us for to, for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. You can go 
um, to my website, paulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, and get more information about my services and the books our guests have written. And remember that if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount. I hope you'll join us next week when Lauren Margulies joins us to talk about the healing powers of essential oils. In the meantime, if you think of a question about a show or a difficulty in your own life or have an inspirational story to share, call me at 214-736-4460 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.